As y'all know, I'm from the Bay all day, San Francisco and Oakland alike. And since I moved to LA, I have been up and down Highway 5 at least a hundred times. It's easier to drive than fly because I like to be mobile, able to get from the city to the town, to San Leandro, Antioch, Fairfield, and back again. And the only way I do this is with my kite car. They've been my trusty car rental for five years and counting. They drop the car off and pick it up from my front door. The cars are always clean and new, and the folks who deliver the cars are consistently prompt and courteous. So for all of your car rental needs, be sure to check out Kite Car, that's K-Y-T-E, and use my code, Delina B1, D-E-L-I-N-A-B number one, for $30 off your first rental. The Five Point Compass is a daily microdose of personal, inspirational stories by jack-of-all-trades and dreamer of all the dreams, Delina Patrice Brooks. For everyone being called to a life that feels like home to the soul, the Five Point Compass is your friend, your guide, and your gentle nudge forward. Hello, hello, Jack's dreamers and masters. Welcome back. I am so glad you're here, and if this is your first listen, we certainly hope you'll stay. Uh, I gotta say, I'm so grateful to be here with you each day as we recommit to our practice of tuning in to our five-point compass. Uh, New listeners, if you haven't heard the first episode, please do so at some point to familiarize yourself with the five points of the compass, um, each one working with another to guide us forward. Today... I want to spend some time on our central idea, which is a main reason we so value our compass, and that is the idea of living a life that pleases our soul, a life that feels like home to our soul. All right, so we just, we're going to dial in right now. So think about the dominant energies, emotions, even physical sensations that you feel throughout your days. Think about the past few days, then the past few months, maybe the last year or so. When you think about how you tend to feel in your day-to-day life, what comes up for you? Is it joy? Is it fulfillment? Is it purpose or peace? Um, Courage maybe? Um, Are you overcome by feelings of love or meaningful connection, maybe some sense of belonging is stirred up in you? Is there a lightness to your life Um, or a constant frequency of growth, right? This evolution of self. When you think about the last few days, weeks, month, does a smile grow across your face, right? And we're not talking about 100% of the time, of course not. We're talking about significant amounts of time throughout your day. Is the life that you're currently living pleasing to your soul? That's the question we're asking today. And if you can say yes to most or all of these questions, amen, hallelujah. (laughs) You likely consider yourself a master self-navigator as defined in a previous episode, right? Because you're likely deeply in tuned with your heart, your gut, spirit, the universe, and the ancestors. You likely embody a sense of living wholly. W-H-O-L-L-Y, like your mind, body, spirit, and the natural world are already connected and activated. 
and you already live a life that feels authentically and deliciously yours. If you answered no to most or all of the questions, if you don't typically experience, you know, joy or connection or fulfillment, excitement, uh, what does come up for you? What do you feel? And again, uh, I, I, I want to stress this. I don't think I mentioned this before, but I want you to allow yourself some compassion and some grace as needed Um because I know in some seasons of our lives, this can be a difficult reflection, right? So does your general life experience feel more like a weight, maybe? Does it feel heavy or burdensome? Um, do you feel stifled or stuck, uninspired? Maybe you feel like a wilted flower, Um <laughs> Pause, because wilted flower is a very specific image, right? And that is because for a very recent year or so in my life, I felt like a wilted flower. I was not happy with uh, some new relationships I'd been building. I was feeling undervalued, underestimated, and required to operate at levels far beneath what I'm not only capable of, but what I'm used to, right? Um, and I can only blame myself for suffering for so long because it was me who was choosing to stay in said situations, right? Until I didn't. So that's why I say the term wilted flower. It is very much embedded in my recent history. <laughs> so, but back to you. Um, if you are not accustomed to your days having significant moments of things that please your soul, what are your moments made of? Is it grief? Is it emptiness, loneliness? Um, do you feel actual pain, right? Like physical pain, emotional, mental pain. Do you feel inner conflict? Does your everyday feel more like a betrayal to your soul? If so, yeah, man, been there. Rewind and listen to the Wilted Flower <laughs> story. But I want to especially encourage anyone who's in this space to remember this place that you're in that doesn't feel like your rightful home, it doesn't have to be, right? This is not your permanent residence. You can and you shall make your way out of this residence and begin to build one that absolutely feels good. But how? Well, let's start with what got us here. What ushers us into homes that we realize aren't actually true for us? I'm going to just be really real, like life for one, right? Like life gets us here. We exist in the world <laughs> where societies have been constructed, uh, systems created, institutions put into place to pull us further away from the truth of ourselves and call us to become cogs and machines and consumers of things that are not truly meant to serve us well, right? That's a very real reality, um, a very real part of our existence. And so many of us get here because of all of that and being distracted by all of that and being overwhelmed by work and family and maybe we've had health concerns, right? Physical, emotional, mental health. These are very real stressors that have taken up our capacity to navigate um, the world, this life, 
with our compass as our guide. Or maybe we're here because we haven't given ourselves permission to take a step back and reevaluate where we are in relation to where we'd like to be. We haven't allowed ourselves to just take a moment and observe that gap. Okay, now that we know that we're here, for those of us who are in that more shadowy or dark space, we have some ideas on how we got here. Now, how do we get out? The obvious answer I'm gonna give is tune back in, tune back into the heart, the gut, spirit, the universe, the ancestors. But of course, you know, some of us may not know how to. Ah, here is one way. Feeling like you don't hear the calls from your compass clearly or often enough? Then maybe it's time for a reset. Join your fellow Jax dreamers and masters to realign with your calls at delinadream.com. So starting today, search within yourself for one question, just one burning question that you would like an answer for. It could be about health, it could be about romance, about work, uh, a vacation, a family affair. Get really clear on one burning question you have. Get still, get quiet, and ask it. Now I'm gonna say right here that oftentimes, spirit will speak right on up, okay? In words that are clear, concise, and absolute. And when I say concise, I mean like three to five words. Spirit is not the author of confusion and is sure not about excess, okay? That message will be clear, concise, and absolute. But if you don't get an answer right away, allow yourself to grow aware of how things begin to unfold throughout your day, right after you pose the question. So grow aware of how the heart might open up and call you with its signature delight and fright. Grow aware of signals from your gut right? Instinct or physical pain that arrives from nowhere telling you, nope, not this way. Get used to growing still and quiet to make sure you're available to hear the soft words that spirit speaks to you. Begin to open your eyes and observe the extra in the ordinary in your environment, right? And the weather, the birds, the trees, even electronics and service workers, other strangers you might come into contact with knowing that you've asked the question, so the universe wants to give you the answers. Messages are awaiting your attention all around you from every point of your compass, right? And if you've tuned into your ancestors, become intentional in your openness to receiving communication from this. Practice this every day. Ask your question. Ask the same one if you don't yet get an answer or ask a new one, but practice this every single day because your five-point compass wants to reorient you toward or reinforce that soul-pleasing life that you're building, okay? And maybe you're like, that's cool, but I'm so far away from even knowing what a soul-pleasing life might look or feel like, like the, the compass doesn't quite feel accessible. In this case, I'd invite you to tap into your inner child. Our compass is intricately connected to the needs and desires of our inner child. Our inner child 
also has the key to joy, freedom, and fulfillment. So get still, get quiet, recall your young self, five, six, seven years old, and ask something like, are you happy here? Do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? Do you feel loved here? Right? You ask your inner child, does this life make you feel valued? Does this life feel like home to you? And continue with this line of questioning. What do you miss? What do you need right now? Right? Listen for the answers and let the wisdom of your inner child guide you to your next step and to the next one and the next one until most certainly it will become the tug of your compass where your heart mind, spirit, universe, ancestors will work together to guide you toward that soul-pleasing home, that one that the inner child can rest within, right? Or be free within or thrive within. Give it time. Give yourself grace. Give yourself permission to ask all the questions as well the willingness to accept the answers that come, right? You'll then determine how to move from this life that doesn't fit you or no longer fits you into one that is custom made, okay? A bespoke life of your dream. (laughs) Um, Again, when I look back at childhood, like I knew exactly who I wanted to be, Janet Jackson, okay? (laughs) She was already her, of course, but I 100% also wanted to be her. I, I just remembered this photo that my mom has of me. I was maybe five years old. I, I believe I was graduating kindergarten maybe. And I was on the stage with my classmates in this white dress or this white um, uh, top and skirt outfit. And my belly was hanging out. <laughs> we were singing a song, but I was front and center, belly hanging out, mouth wide open, just feeling it. And everyone else, all the other kids were, you know, shy and quiet, looking around, unfocused, and I was center stage. And I just remember the moment of feeling so free, like that picture captures it all. And I'm sure I couldn't have articulated it then. But by the time I was around 30, I was like, oh, of course I wanted to be Janet. She was multi-talented. She was an actor, singer, dancer, Right. And as far as my young self knew, she was also a songwriter. Like you couldn't tell me she didn't write control and let's wait a while with her own thoughts and pen and paper. Okay, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, what? (laughs) Although shout out to them for their magnificent translation of her stories. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall like during their writing sessions. But yeah, Janet was all of these things and she was gorgeous and confident. Right. And just As far as I was concerned, she was in control of who she was, of how she showed up, of what she did and didn't do, right? And how people would treat her, should they be so blessed to be in her life? (laughs) Now, whether or not any of these perceptions were true, only Janet knows that, right? But as far as what was represented to me, the control she had of herself and of her life and of her light and of her interests, And it was deeply moving and profound and resonant, right? And I wanted that. So me thinking I wanted to be Janet Jackson was really me craving a full expression of myself. 
So to reiterate, getting back into tune with your compass can be as simple as get clear on your burning question, get still and quiet enough to ask it, then tune into all the ways that the answers and the guidance can show up for you, can and will show up for you, right? The answers want you to hear them. The compass is eager to guide you. But if tuning into it or reaching for the compass seems a little esoteric or out of your current reach or capacity right now, then return to your inner child and reconnect with him or her for their guidance. Um, there's a, a professor, Julian Fleron, I believe is how you pronounce it, who is known to have said, the creative adult is the child who survived. Let your inner child survive. Then let your adult self thrive by following your five-point compass all the way home. This podcast is produced by David Tam and made possible by the Kennedy Center's Office Hours program at The Reach. And remember, your opportunity to reset your compass is at delinadream.com. And the episode notes have your discount links for vitamins and front door rental car service.